BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, I know you're sitting there eating kale and you don't need to be doing that because you can simply just take a vitamin every single day. You just go to ritual.com slash acme and you can start today. You can order your subscription I'm truly a really big fan. So ritual.com slash Acme today. Check it out. Hey guys, welcome back to We Met at Acme. I'm so excited to be here with Nadine, the amazing astrologist that is at Nadine Astrology. That's the name, right? Nadine Jane Astrology. Nadine Jane Astrology. There we go. On Instagram. I've been kind of stalking her for quite a while and I finally got the courage to ask her to come on the podcast. So welcome Nadine. Hi guys. (laughs) So tell us a little bit about yourself. Where are you from and how old are you? I am, believe it or not, 25. Wow. (laughs) I honestly can't believe it. I'm an old 25 though. How many lives have you had? (laughs) Apparently many. Uh Um, I'm from California I moved to New York five years ago, um, used to be a graphic designer, and awesome. then um, I'm now an astrologist. Really cool. And how did you, when did your interest in astrology begin? Um, so there's many different levels, but I read in a magazine when I was like nine that mm-hmm. my favorite soccer player was an Aquarius, and so am I. So that's what I was knew like. you were an Aquarius. I just really? want to let you know. <laughs> How'd you know? I knew you were an Aquarius from the second that you walked in the door. But well, I didn't want to say anything I'm, and like be wrong or, yeah. For those of you who know anything about charts, mm-hmm. and if you know, I'm sure you do. Yes, of course. I'm a quadruple Aquarius. So my Rising sun is Aquarius. No, sun Aquarius, moon Aquarius, um, Mars Aquarius, Mercury Aquarius, and then, but I'm a Virgo rising. So am I. Oh, really? No. Oh, my God. What's your sign? I, I'm a Libra son oh, of Virgo cool. rising. I'll tell you, I'll tell you my whole thing because nice. I want to like, sure. I want your reaction to be on there, yes. but back to you. So that's, yeah, you give off super Aquarius vibes. Good. I was actually positive that you were an Aquarius. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I could just tell, I could just tell, um, that you were an Aquarius and you also have a similar, um, a similar tri- physical trait. I don't know how to uh-huh. say, how to say that to me, which is that your eyes are further apart uh-huh. too. Uh-huh. Did you notice that? Uh-huh. And, and you're wearing plain white. Yeah. And with yeah. like simple jeans. Yeah. Just yeah. So very rising. like minimalist. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. You guys can't um, see us, but we're basically wearing the same outfit. It's true. We are. <laughs> um. So yeah. No. It's just so funny. I um. 
I, I guess that's a Virgo rising thing. Um, Monochromatic is Virgo rising. Uh-huh. Um, just looking, having your appearance not scream and shout at everyone is right, Virgo rising. Right, But the eyes, like the far, the wide eyes is um, a sign of being very curious. Uh-huh. And I, I don't want to toot our own horn, but <laughs> very smart. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Um, so, cool. So, you got into astrology when you were how old? So... Okay, curious about it since I was a little kid, but then I discovered the birth chart mm-hmm. when I was 18, mm-hmm. and it was like learning a language that I had actually known before, in the sense right. that learning it came more naturally to mm-hmm. me than anything else in my life, and mm-hmm. so I've been studying it ever since then, with no plans of turning it into a career, honestly. Right. It was just something that I was super curious about in my spare time. Mm-hmm. And when you say study it, do you mean that you bought books and, like, were self-taught? Or is there a class that you can go to? Such a great question. I'm completely self-taught. I guess there's, like, this wave of astrologists from our generation that are self-taught from our good friend Google. Right. Obviously, from Google, I ended up buying a lot of physical books from back in the day. But we're an interesting generation where, like, yeah, all of our information's from all over the place. So Mm -hmm. it's been a journey of of discerning what's accurate and what is inaccurate information that I found online. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, I would say the majority of people our age who consider themselves astrologists have to be, my guess is, self-taught from the internet. Right, of course. And do you – I always get this annoying question. I'm not an astrologist, but I bring it up a lot, and people are like, didn't the signs change? Oh, yes. So annoying. Like, I know. They (laughs) didn't. They did not. I mean, the important thing – or Susan Miller, I'm sure everyone's heard of her, Astrology Zone. She's, like, the most famous She's, like, the grandma of astrology. Uh Um, she wrote an amazing article on it, so I think she can speak to it better than I can. But long story short, no, your sign has not changed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agreed. But if it had changed, ironically, I would be a Virgo, and I'm a Virgo rising. Oh, so nice. It does make sense a yeah. little bit. Um, so tell me your exact birthday. My birthday? Uh-huh. January 23rd, 93, which oh, I've always... So you're kind of on the cusp. On the cusp. What were you going to say? Um, I was always... That got me into numerology briefly because mm. it's one, two, three. And I was like, what does it mean? Oh, yeah. It's so interesting. And but what does it mean? Um, it doesn't necessarily mean anything. I mm-hmm. mean, my... It, it really, truly doesn't mean anything. I wish it mm-hmm. did. But, um... What was I going to say? The cusps don't exist. I think yeah. that's an important thing to say to people. People always say, oh, I'm a Virgo Libra cusp. And I'm like, that's cool, but it's virtually irrelevant. Right. That's actually what the astrologist, shout out to Diane, that I went to go see. She told me that there's no such thing as a cusp. There's but rather, kinds. if you are at the end of a, or the beginning of a sign, you are just more of that of sign. That, exactly. So you would be just more so of I'm Aquarius. more an Aquarius. But you know what's funny is that I have two friends growing up with your birthday. Mm-hmm. And... I'm pretty sure that one of them identifies as a Capricorn. My guess is her chart has heavy Capricorn. Mm-hmm. So like the, the easy explanation is mm-hmm. she could be Capricorn rising, right. her moon could be in Capricorn. Right. So going back, so you're in Aquarius with a Virgo rising and mm-hmm. Aquarius moon. Mm-hmm. And um and your and so when did you give your first reading ever? Oh, that's such a good question. I think 2013, mm-hmm. um, and it's just hilarious thinking back on it, honestly, because I didn't know anything. I mean, right. I knew 
what sun in Aquarius meant. I knew what moon in Capricorn meant. I knew what all those things meant, but I could not. Like, the purpose of a reading mm -hmm. is to understand how the sign, the house, and then the aspects all affect each other. Mm -hmm. And when you're first getting into astrology, you kind of only know the parts, but in a disjointed way. You can't see the full picture, if right. that makes sense. Yeah, so. of course. Anyways, it was five years mm -hmm. ago, five plus years ago. How has it affected how you date? And is it possible, That's have you ever question. dated someone and not <laughs> looked up their sign or figured it out? Oh, absolutely not. Um, but it's funny, <laughs> one of the things I intentionally do is on a first date, I don't ask. Because mm -hmm. I genuinely don't want to know because right. I will muddy the story of for course. me right off the bat. Uh, but I will say my current boyfriend... We, so we've known each other since we were 12, but we only started officially dating when we were 24. Mm -hmm. And he told me that his mom had Googled me. So I'm like, sick, I'll Google his mom. Mm -hmm. And so I find her Facebook and she has this perfect photo of him in the incubator with this sign on it that says his name, his and, birth date, his and time. And his time? And no. Yes. Oh my God, it's meant to be. And so we were like two days into dating or something mm -hmm. and I was able to look up his entire that birth is incredible. Chart. And what is his sign? He's an Aquarius. I pretty Do you know that my last four serious relationships have all been Aquarius, wow. which is no surprise to me because I have so much Aquarius in my chart. Right. I would have to date someone right. that has a little bit of that. Mm -hmm. But anyways, he's an Aquarius, Taurus rising. So he's mm. got this like super natural like fucking wilderness man thing right. going on and then his moon is in Capricorn so he's incredibly hardworking. my boyfriend is an Aquarius oh nice yeah that's really interesting so you've only really dated Aquarians mm -hmm. then yeah so my, yeah but I will mm -hmm. say I don't recommend it like your Same first thing. second third date decision should not be based off of their sun sign that right. you know nothing about them based right. off a of sun sign right of course yeah and your moon is Aquarius. You said his is Capricorn. Mm -hmm. Those are not necessarily signs that are compatible. Yeah. Does that... Well, like, I'm we... the chaotic one, and then mm -hmm. he's the sort of, like, put together, more strategic one. Right. So, like, it's, for us, it works super well, because mm -hmm. I definitely need, like, the weight at the end of my balloon, because right. um, all that Aquarius energy basically... Makes me at all times want to be changing and doing something new. Mm -hmm. So to have a partner who actually craves stability and right. craves for things to be orderly is really, really nice, helpful mm -hmm. for me, for sure. Oh, this is what I had asked you. I don't know what you had said, but does does he or maybe the, I didn't ask you this, but does he um, care about astrology and does he a, have an interest story. in it? Does he believe in it? So when we first started dating a year and a half ago, absolutely not. Mm -hmm. um, but he hears so much about it because I talk about it all the time. I Obviously, it's my job, so he hears right. about that element. And he's we've been at enough dinner parties where I've had to explain the basics of astrology that he can actually do that now. Right, right. So he can speak to Venus. He can speak to Jupiter. He kind of mm -hmm. knows the gist. So he actually, I would say, for the average person, knows more than the average person. That's great. Yeah. And when you say it's your job, like... Are you, do you have readings all day? Is there other, what is your day to day? Um, readings, I try to do only one a day just mm -hmm. because I would like to give that person my full attention and yeah, full, you know, uh, I don't know, energy. But mm -hmm. besides that, but sometimes it can go up to five a day, which I really try to avoid. So mm -hmm. it really depends on the week. Sometimes it'll be only one that week or sometimes it can be up to 15 a week. It depends. Right. 
But when I'm not doing that, I have to write a lot. So mm-hmm. I would say that like one of the coolest things about being an astrologist is that you're technically just an interpreter. So right. like writing's the most inherent part of the job. You're explaining mm-hmm. things for people. So um, if in my off hours, you can probably find me at Starbucks. I heard that Susan Miller only hangs out at Dunkin' Donuts. I'm the astrologist oh, really? you can find it at Starbucks. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that about Susan. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Um, and then yeah. besides that, doing events um, and then writing for different publications if it's not just my platform. Mm-hmm. And do you feel like you're a little bit psychic too? Or do you feel like you just have a really good grasp on astrology? I think that good or all astrologists tend to have a certain level of intuition because what you're doing is getting the map of a birth chart, which gives you a ton of information, but then you're attributing all these qualities to you specifically. So like I'm getting energy from you. Mm -hmm. So that completely influences how I do the reading, you know? So like I would say that we are by no means, or at least I will only speak for myself, I am by no means mm-hmm. psychic, but I definitely don't think I could do my job if I didn't have a certain level of intuition and, um, I don't know, awareness of how people function. For sure. That makes sense. Is there one, any one sign that you personally would stay away from? Not that, like, you're casting off to the world, but that you just me, don't work me with. as a person. Yeah. Um, it's such a funny question because I'm going to give you an annoying answer, I, because of studying astrology, no, there is not one sign that because I Because you get them and I you... Just get, exactly. Yeah. Like, I read a really beautiful book once that was saying that, like, if you believe in a higher power, like, the concept is that these 12 signs were each given one ultimate task. So, like, mm. for instance, Aries is the leader. It's the first right. sign. And then, and so basically, and then Pisces is the last sign, so it's supposed to understand all 11 other signs. Right. So like, no, I'm not going to be best friends or lovers with just mm-hmm. anyone, but I certainly would never not give one. It gave me sort of a universal understanding of every personality type, but right. every sign. Hey guys, hope you're enjoying this episode with Nadine. I know I was. She is a legend. I'm just back to tell you and remind you that it's really important to get your nutrients especially for women because, you know, we're always running around trying to be boss bitches. But Ritual has you hooked up. I was not a vitamin person before I tried Ritual. And honestly, it's my favorite vitamin on the market right now. It's an incredible vitamin that gets delivered to you once a month. And there's no gross aftertaste. It has all the nutrients you need um, for your hair, your body, your mind, your soul, They've got things like omega-3s and D3, you know, essential nutrients that you really need that you don't get every day. They have an incredible aftertaste. It's like this minty, fresh situation. I'm truly a really big fan. Um, And ever since I've been taking them, I've just felt really good. It's so easy to just feel like I'm coming down with something as the weather gets colder. But with my vitamins, I feel really, really positive because it's so hard to get our essential nutrients. I don't have time to sit down and eat all the good things for me and, you know, become a vegan just to be healthy. I would rather just take a vitamin every day and live my life the way that I want to. And that's why Ritual is so incredible. And you're just not going to be worried about, you know, having to stuff your face at Whole Foods because you have vitamins. Um, It's really something that I recommend personally, and I've been taking mine every single day. 
And I think that you should do the same. So all you have to do is go to ritual.com slash Acme. That's R-I-T-U-A-L dot com slash A-C-M-E now. And you can try your very own ritual vitamins and let me know about your experience because mine has been pretty damn good. All right, back to the episode. What do you think is the the most fortunate personality uh, like the most fortunate sign and the most unfortunate sign when it comes to personality traits? It's a good question. I won't say it's sign specific. I'll say it's planet specific. Mm-hmm. So a heavy Jupiter chart's super lucky. So like that's that, that rule Sagittarius. So if you want to generalize in that sense, that's a very optimistic and fortunate sign. Jupiter is like the rich uncle. He makes everything bigger, everything brighter, everything more exciting. How do you know if your your chart is heavy in Jupiter? You could be a Sagittarius rising. You could have your Jupiter in the first house. You could have um, you could have just a ton of Sagittarius in your chart. You could have a really heavy out. ninth house. Mm. And what are some of your favorite apps or you know websites when it comes to astrology? Um, I would say if you know nothing about the birth chart, CoStar is the perfect starting point. Mm-hmm. And then if you want to go about 50 levels deeper, there's this app called Time Passages. The, yes. The design sucks. Yeah, no, my friend has it. And she loves it. And it's like expensive, right? It's like a dollar it's like a chart. It's $7. Okay. It's $7 if you want to get the one where you can get unlimited charts. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that yours. one's very yes. necessary. <laughs> um, okay, awesome. And <laughs> so I have so many questions for you that cool. our listeners asked. And I definitely it. want to get to it. Okay. Before I get to it, I... I definitely don't want a full reading. I mean, I want a full reading, but yeah. I don't want to bore everyone with the full reading. Yeah. But I wonder if, if like, I just showed you my chart, if anything, like, comes up that's interesting. Yeah. Um, you said something about having a lot of Jupiter, making you lucky. I've shown people my chart before and gotten, like, they've gotten alarmed by it. What? Um, because there's no water in it. Oh, Yeah. Well, and yeah. some people think that, like, you need water to have a balance. Um, I just wonder, like, if you've ever seen any difficult charts, if this is difficult to you, and, like, what, how you act in this. This isn't difficult. This right. is super logical. You actually have a ton mm. of Virgo in your chart, which means yeah. you have a ton of Mercury in your chart, which essentially means, of course, you have a podcast. You like talking, right. you like analyzing, you like thinking right. about things. Like, right. That's what What I says. would say is... If I were to pick you out of litter, I'd be like, oh, I think I could rely on her. Like, mm-hmm. you're not someone where I'd be like, fuck, this is like a right. gamble as to whether she's right. going to be a nice person or not. Right. This is actually a super reliable chart because your moon, which is the part of the chart that rules, like, our, in my my personal opinion, our uh-huh. truest self. Yeah. have a moon in Capricorn. That's someone who's, like, tried and true. This, yeah. Like, really are going to stick by your side, so... And I... And it's funny because a lot of my close friends have moon and Capricorn as well. Really? And I read once that a moon and Capricorn makes a really good friend. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, it's someone... It, I mean, I can attest to this because my boyfriend... Right. It's um, quality over quantity. Right. It's, you know... I devote myself to these singular people. But I kind of relate to my moon sign almost more than my sun sign. Is mm-hmm. that normal? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I would hope so, honestly. Like, the 
if you think about, and this is maybe a gross, like, overgeneralization, but, like, if you think about someone who has a true breakdown at, let's say, 40 years old, mm-hmm. they're not in touch with their moon sign. If you right. connect very heavily with your moon sign, I would say good on you, and that's a good thing to be connected with the part of you that actually feels fulfilled, loved, happy, emotionally satisfied. The mm-hmm. moon is the part that I would say this world that we live in, we ignore the most because right. we're so such an ego-driven society. Right. It's great that you identify with your moon sign. Do you think that um do you think that taking like spiritual drugs or like hallucinogenics or anything when you're on those things or some, you know, the general you Do you think that your moon sign is kind of what comes out? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like think about your moon sign. So like that from ages of zero to let's say five, you're completely moon in the sense you have no inhibitions. You've never been made fun of. Your parents never screamed at you in public. Like think about the first time you experience shame. That's when you meet your rising sign. So your rising mm-hmm. sign is this cloak, it's this mask, it's like, fuck, the world is scary, so I'm going to show them a fake version of myself rather than my true moon self, if that makes sense. Right. So, like, yes, you're right in a sense of, like, let's get our inhibitions down to zero, then mm-hmm. we would start to meet each other's moons. That's so interesting. And, yeah. like, I would say Virgo rising is the most, the biggest cloak of all oh, the rising totally. signs. Yeah. Like, you know? I'm a psycho. Like, I'm, like, a, such a weirdo, but you might never know that about yeah. me until we hang out for months. Totally. Because Virgo risings, Shy. they seem like, yes, and they're, they really seem like they have it together. Mm-hmm. They really do. Yeah. We can fool people yeah, with that. Really hey, it's well. good for job interviews, I must say. Right. Virgo I believe rising. it. I believe it. Well, thank you for looking at that. That's really interesting. Yeah for me i would say everyone you can trust her based on her thank chart. you that's so <laughs> sweet um so my boyfriend's an aquarius but his moon is sorry his rising is capricorn mm-hmm. and my moon is oh, capricorn great. yeah do you think that that is um like just as important as like two compatible sun signs oh if anything more important oh, because yeah. like the ideal match is not your twin mm-hmm. you don't want okay, oh both of us have the same moon we both have the same sun it's yeah, a beautiful match when mm-hmm. it's you're sort of like a jigsaw puzzle that's fitting together mm-hmm. so yes if like the truest like one of the most ideal matches you can have is the sun sign being same as their moon sign or vice versa does mm-hmm. that make sense Yes. Because you want the ego to identify with the heart and the heart to identify with the ego. But it's still okay if it's the rising and moon. For sure, yeah. The the Mm -hmm. rising still a hugely dominant part Mm -hmm. of the chart, even though it's not necessarily your most authentic self. It does mean that he knows how to play Capricorn, which means that he can relate to you a lot. Exactly. And um, so my sister and her husband, um, he is a Cancer and she's an Aries. Mm-hmm. Um, his moon is Aries. Mm-hmm. Oh, and that's I've been wonderful. told, yeah, I've been told that a man loves um, their moon sign, mm-hmm. is attracted to their moon sign the most. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that'd be true of any gender, honestly. But yeah, I think mm-hmm. that's entirely true. Right, but if that's true of any gender, then it's always going to kind of be mismatched, right? Because, like, my sister's moon sign is a Gemini. Mm. But yeah, it, that doesn't mean she's not attracted to a Cancer. Yeah, I you mean, I think, I mean? yeah, mm. I, I do know what you mean. I think the way that I view it is, like, especially in terms of compatibility, is, like, what? who's the partner that needs 
need to be satisfied in the mm-hmm. other partner where who's a giver who's a taker if mm-hmm. that makes sense so right. like again taking gender out of it right. his moon's in cancer you said and she's a cancer his his moon's in aries and she's an aries she's an aries but he's a cancer right so the thing about that is that like his needs his right. emotional needs are satisfied by her ego. Maybe mm-hmm. her emotional needs don't need to be satisfied by his ego. Maybe right. she, her job is that she likes to take care of him. Right. His emotional needs. So yes. I would say exactly. it's so anyways, compatibility is a yeah. beast to talk about. Yeah. But yes. Okay. But we'll anyways, long story that. short, moon yeah. and sun are great to be compatible. Mm-hmm. And if you have the same rising. That would just be a good first date. Mm-hmm. Honestly, that would just be like me and you meeting for the first time for right. this podcast. Is like, we get along. We right. understand each other. Because right. we're both Virgo rising. Neither right. person's like flying off, you know, like right. neither person's Leo rising who's right. like making shit crazy. Yeah. No, I ask that because my parents are um, Virgo Sag, but they're both Sag rising. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. Mm. I bet they had a good first date. I bet they did. I'm going to ask them about it. <laughs> so one of the first questions that we got asked was, what does Venus retrograde mean exactly? So I know that we're question. all hearing, like feeling this a lot. Um, it is one of the most intense things, in my opinion, that can happen to us emotionally. It happens every 18 months. Mm-hmm. So like this doesn't happen too often. You know, like Mercury goes into retrograde every other day. It feels like yeah. Venus and retrograde's not the same. What it so means, that's why we're feeling it so much. Yeah, because it's it's not something we get every day. It's okay. not like a one time occurrence. So mm-hmm. for those of you who want to know, this ends November sixteenth. Thank um, God. But yeah, we're in it full throttle right it's been now. Long. It is long. It's, so the purpose of it, I think this is fascinating, is the planet of love and beauty and technically finances, is moving slower than we are. And Mm so that's why people say it's spinning backwards, not technically if you're talking about it from like an astronomy perspective. But Mm -hmm. the point of this is, is that it's time to reevaluate our love life. It's time to reevaluate our finances. And it's time to reevaluate our appearance. And so things kind of go haywire. Even though we're in a relationship, we have to be do all of that reevaluating. Oh yeah. I mean, especially when you're in a relationship, it's, it could be the past masquerading as the present. So it could be like, for instance, my boyfriend and I had a fight the other day where I was quite literally projecting old stuff onto him. Mm. And I kind of caught myself and I was like, oh, that's not really our story. That's a story that I've told myself so many times in the past. Yeah. 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 But when Venus is retrograde, everyone should be very wary and careful of the actions that they take because Projecting your old stories onto your current partner. Yes. So like, don't necessarily go through a huge breakup and also don't necessarily jump into a relationship either when Mm -hmm. Venus is in retrograde. Mm Mm-hmm. That's really interesting. And just FYI, since Venus rules beauty, don't do anything major to your appearance because it's shit's not going to go super well. I got a haircut when Venus was in retrograde and it was not, not the best decision I've ever made. Well, your hair looks amazing for the record. Perfect hair. (laughs) Um, So would you say that couples could be bickering more and like shouldn't focus on that? During um, Venus retrograde? I think it's going to be deeper than bickering. I think mm-hmm. it's going to be like, think of your deepest emotional wounds that have come out of, and spe- specifically come out of your love life. Yeah. Like think of breakups, think of like yeah. past harm that's been done to you. Like, <laughs> I, I don't think it's bickering. I think it's going to be like, we are literally... You're freaking me out because yeah, this literally like happened to me really? the other night in a good way. But think mm-hmm. about... 
what you learned from that. Yes, so much. it was. Yeah. Yeah, I felt like I was able to open up about my past wounds with my current partner yes, recently. exactly. That's yeah. literally the purpose of Venus mm-hmm. Retrograde is we have not necessarily healed from anything. Right. And it won't go away until we learn what we need to know. Right. This is a standard question I'm sure you get all the time, mm-hmm. but is it possible? Is it impossible for non-compatible signs to have? As we said before, I think this has to do with your the rest of your chart. Mm-hmm. Is it more important for sun signs or for moon signs to be compatible? It's, it's okay, long term, mm-hmm. if you're talking like I want to spend the rest of my life with someone, yeah. moon signs definitely going to be more important. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's the stuff that you're comes right. up when you're yeah. past like, oh, we like each other and like it's fun dating. It's the point where you get to where the person's like, one person says, hey, I want to go move into the countryside, and the other person says, no, I always want to stay in New York right. City. Those are two moon sides coming up mm-hmm. against each other. It's about long-term satisfaction. You're so, like, so right. Yeah. You're so right. And it's funny because at one point I thought, I, I have Capricorn moon, as we said before, and I thought it would be compatible with Virgo moon. Mm-hmm. But actually, Capricorns and Virgos are t- tougher than I thought. Mm-hmm. They actually have a lot of differences. Like, mm-hmm. Capricorns like to indulge more, and mm-hmm. Virgos are more... Um, like, what's the other word? The, what's the opposite of indulging? They're just they're super more, hard on themselves. Yeah, they're yeah. more like... Exactly. Self-improvement central. Exactly. So if all three, it, rising moon and sun sign, are compatible, it, it's a good start. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're chilling. Mm-hmm. Well, in the sense that, yeah, it could be a very easy, harmonious relationship. It doesn't necessarily mean it's a relationship that changes you for the better. You right. know what I mean? Like, the funny thing about compatibility is, like, what do you view as a successful relationship? Mm-hmm. In my opinion, it's getting your ass kicked and, like, right. growing as a person. But right. in other people's opinion, it means I want to sit on a rocking chair with you and chill out for the rest totally. of my life. Totally. What, um, what if your Venus signs are opposites? That's an interesting question. I mean, me and my boyfriend's Mars are opposite. So it's it's the most important thing to know about that is you're going to be compliments, but you also might see, see things completely backwards. Mm. One person mm-hmm. might be, well, I'll take this example. Let's say your Venus is in Capricorn and, you're, and the other person's Venus is in Cancer. Yeah. That's going to be someone who's hyper-practical when mm-hmm. they approach love and someone who's going to be hyper-emotional. And so, like, mm-hmm. that could be an amazing match if they try to right. learn from each other. But it could be horrible if the right. Capricorn makes the Cancer feel emotionally isolated or and cold and the Cancer makes the Capricorn feel suffocated. So, Wouldn't like, you say that's the same for a Virgo Pisces? For sure. It's mm-hmm. a similar dynamic. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's two of the most emotional signs with two of the most practical. Right. Exactly. But I love the idea of compliments, aka mm-hmm. opposites. Like, yeah, I me kind too. of take that. I'm like, go for it. Right. Learn from each other. Exactly. What about the same Mars sign? Um, It just means that you guys will fight the same way. So, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> what I think is interesting about this, think about two Mars and Aries. Aries is ruled by yeah. Mars. They're going to just fucking battle it out all right. the time, which is sick and cool. Yeah. But also, like, might be tiring at a certain point. What so. about two Gemini Mars? It would just be, like, tons of energy all yeah. the time. It would be, like, For relentless. Sure. For but sure. But the sex would be really cool, though. By the way, everyone Mars has to do with sex, too, not just fighting. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Are signs more compatible or more incompatible at different stages in their lives? Ooh, that's an interesting question. Not necessarily. I would hope that after their first Saturn return... The person gets to know their truest self better. Mm-hmm. 
So I guess I would say, yeah, of course. The more mm-hmm. you get to know yourself, the more compatible you'd be with anyone. Right. Agreed. What's the difference between your Venus and your moon sign in your emotional behavior and love? Oh, that's a great question. Your Venus sign is like, have you ever taken the five love languages test? Yes, I have. It's exactly what the Venus sign is. It's Mm -hmm. like, it's more about our actions in love rather than what truly satisfies us in love. Mm -hmm. The moon sign is a better indicator for what we need emotionally long term. So like Venus is a good part of the chart to read to be like, hmm, I really like PDA. It might be important for me to date someone who's not embarrassed to hold hands with me in public. Yeah. Whereas the moon sign is like, yeah, yeah. (laughs) whereas the, yeah, (laughs) Yours is much more private, but Mm -hmm. the moon sign would be saying more, um, in a long-term partnership, I need the person to be emotionally protective of me, for instance. So like, it's to me, the moon sign's bigger, deeper picture and Mm -hmm. Venus sign is more like, what do you want your day-to-day love life to look Mm -hmm. like? Very interesting. Guys, stop what you're doing. First of all, look in your kitchen. Do you even like the groceries that you have right now? Or is it just the old bullshit that you've been getting? Stop going grocery shopping Time is money. It's very valuable. And stop wasting yours online. It's like, just do it online. We do everything online now. Make your life better. Be healthy. And go to thrivemarket.com. Get all your groceries in one place. And get your groceries for 50% off. By the way, shipped straight to your door. You don't even have to go to all these different places, you know, shopping and waiting on these annoying lines. You don't have to, like, carry all that annoying shit. You can take a workout class instead of going to the grocery store. Thrive has everything that you could ever need. It's got all the healthy brands and so much more. You know, there's fresh food that you can cook for dinner and, like, 70% or more of Thrive food, you can't even get on Amazon, which really just shows you that it's really special. So the prices are up to 50% off. Like, I just don't understand why you would ever spend $100 at the grocery store. We can spend half of that on Thrive. So check it out. Don't make your regular grocery store run this week. Go to thrivemarket.com slash Acme. And you'll get 25% off your first order and a free 30-day trial. So you heard it here first. Thrivemarket.com slash Acme. Check it out and um, let me know what you think. I really think you guys are going to love it. Go to Thrivemarket.com slash Acme. You're getting 25% off your first order and a free 30-day trial. There's no better deal. Truly, truly. Go to Thrivemarket.com. And your discount will be applied at checkout. So use Acme and you will get 25% off your first order and a free 30-day trial. Check it out. You can thrive with Thrive Market. You'll love it. This girl, um, she asked, she said her sun signs in Scorpio, but she's never quite related to all the mystery and the sexual energy. Her chart probably has virtually no Scorpio besides that. It is very possible to anyone who's like, fuck, I don't identify with my sign at... Am I allowed to swear, by the way? Yeah, of course. Oh my god, of course. Um, Yeah, for anyone who feels like they don't identify with their sun sign, know that it's just entirely possible that your chart only has sun in Scorpio. The rest Mm -hmm. is all other signs. Yeah, that's what I would say as well. Um... What does it mean if you're a triple fire sign? Like, your sun and your moon and your rising are all fire. 
It just means that you, I mean, since the whole topic of this is about compatibility, it means that you're extreme. Mm -hmm. And so, like, what I would hope for you is that you actually don't date fire necessarily. I'd hope Mm. you try to find maybe your complement of water or maybe something like earth to mellow you out Mm -hmm. a little bit. The thing with any, even my chart is extreme with that much Aquarius. I'm virtually all air Mm -hmm. and I have have zero fire in my chart. It's not a bad thing for me to seek out people who have a bit of fire in them. So you're extreme. Yeah, I would put it. I feel like I'm all earth. You're super earth. Like I, you need... have a tiny bit of air, but you're all I, earth. Yeah, and and so I can't do earth. Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, it's not what you're lacking in life. Right. Do you know? I want to know something super interesting. Yeah. Um. In Chinese astrology, they so they view elements. Mm. That's the most important thing right. that they talk about. Right. And so one girl, I did a reading with her, and she told me that they name you after the element that you're lacking so that you can find a partner one day who has that element. So I'd be water. Interesting. So yeah, exactly. But I would be fire. But if, if let's say it's water that I'm lacking and Mm -hmm. needing, um, then can I find someone whose moon is water, but not their sun? Yeah, for sure. If they have one dominant part of their chart in water, you can learn a lot from them. Right. They don't have to be all water. Right. That's interesting. Um, also, what is your Chinese zodiac animal? Um, rooster. Okay. I think. Nice. Yeah, you? I'm a horse. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like sexier than rooster. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It sounds kind of like intense yeah. and loud. Yeah. Um, okay. So this actually, this one actually, one of these questions reminded me of this. I have two friends. Mm-hmm. One friend is triple Gemini. Triple wow. sun, moon, rising, wow. Gemini. And the other is triple Scorpio. Whoa. I know you think I'm making this up. These people exist. Whoa. What Are does that mean? Extreme? Um, the Scorpio, for sure. The Gemini is pretty chilled. Like. Yeah. Hard to pin down, though? No, she has a boyfriend. Like, she lives with him. I, I The thing about house... So... The sign's important, but the house is almost mm-hmm. more important, so I'd be dying to know where all that shows up for them in right. particular, but what was your question, though, about them? No, just, like, what does that mean for them? Like, is that, you know... It, you know what it kind of means, which is cool, is yeah. when the sun, moon, and rising are all the same, what you see is what you get. Mm-hmm. So, like, the cool yeah, thing about them is, like, is maybe cool. they're extreme, mm-hmm. but uh, the first date is the mm-hmm. same as the fifth date, which is the same as a year and a half into right. the relationship. right. Um, the, but I will say for the Gemini friend in particular, mm-hmm. Gemini is not necessarily like the most um, reliable or like easy to pin down sign. So her being what you see is what you yeah, get. Yeah, she is hard to pin down. She does travel she, like all the time. She's like, oh, by the way, I'm going to Peru tomorrow. Yeah, she's like, fl- yeah, flies Shout away out every if five you're minutes. Listening. Love you. Um, I think the triple scorp would be cool. Shout out to her too. Yeah, that's that's a guy. <laughs> oh, he shout out is, to him. He is, he is super intense. Unstoppable. Drake, I think Drake's a Drake He's a Leo a, rising. I'm a psycho about Drake. And he his moon in Cancer? Cancer, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. His mama's boy. Yeah, yeah. His what do you say? His, his mom. mama's boy. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> can we can we fight back against our signs tendencies? For sure. I mean, to me, astrology is about education. So, Mm -hmm. like, reading your chart is educating yourself about, like, it's sort of self-affirmation is the key to self-actualization. Like, Mm -hmm. can we be the best versions of ourselves if we're aware of the good and the bad and the ugly about our chart? Like, I've learned things about my chart that I would never want to look at 
Right. If I didn't see it written somewhere. I know, me too. And it's important, you know. It's really important. It's really important. So, yes, you definitely can. Mm Mm-hmm. Can two fire signs last in a relationship, or are they too similar? Oh, yeah, they definitely can can last. Of course they can. Yeah. And and by the way, some of these questions are funny because I would keep having to say, yeah, it depends on their chart. Yeah, it depends on their chart. Right, right, exactly. Yes, generally. See if we get a question where it doesn't depend on the chart. Yeah. Um... This person just wants like a general gist of your of the difference between your sign, your rising sign, and your moon sign. That's a good question. Um, and also, I actually was thinking before this, I wanted to ask you like, what's like, where like, what's the elevator pitch of what a birth chart w- of is? what a birth chart is? Yeah, or I like was literally thinking we should mm-hmm. maybe cover that too. Right. So if you guys don't know what a birth chart is, this is literally a picture of the sky at the moment that you were born. So, like, where I was born was in Berkeley, California on January 23rd, 93 at X time. And literally the birth chart says where the sun was, where the moon was, where the where Venus was, where Jupiter was, and then also all in relation to one another. And so, basically, the birth chart tells a story. It's like if you ever taken a Myers-Briggs test, mm. this is sort of like the astrological version of that. It helps you understand why you are the way you are. Um, so the, but the three most important parts of a chart is the sun sign, which you all know if you walk into a bar and someone says, Hey, what's your sign? You would say, yeah, Libra, I'm an Aquarius Mm -hmm. and, um, it's the ego. So it's the most masculine part of our personality. And I don't mean that to imply gender. It just means energy. It's egoic. It's sort of like, it's the CEO or personality. If you think about a company, and mm-hmm. no matter what your job is, you could be the head of marketing, you are still reporting into the CEO's vision. So the sun signs the CEO. So your sun sign, we'll use your chart as the example. Her CEO is a Libra. That's <laughs> She's actually run by so a Libra. funny. Yeah. Then the second most important part is the rising sign. So this is what I like to call the head of PR, if we're mm-hmm. going to keep with the company analogy. Mm. So this guy dresses us. It makes our speeches. It helps us land jobs. It helps us land first dates, second dates, that type of thing. When we first met, we're just rising signs. Mm-hmm. We don't know each other well enough. Maybe at this point, since the interview is pretty like intimate, we're mm-hmm. kind of getting into our real sun signs. Right. But for the most part, mm-hmm. we're just still in Virgo together. Mm-hmm. So sh- her head of PR is Virgo. And then the moon sign is the most important part of the chart if you actually want to get to know someone. So like it's a cool tool to, to jumpstart a personal relationship with someone. I already know way more about you based on your moon, moon sign that I would ever know about mm-hmm. you in five minutes of meeting each other. The moon sign's the mother. It's the ego less self. It's what about like, when it relates to the business? Um, that would be oh, that's a, the employees. It, um, it would be yeah. It would be the culture. Mm-hmm. It would be like what what makes people stay. What makes mm-hmm. people feel happy and nurtured within the company? That's a really mm-hmm. good question. It's maybe HR. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's the mother. And so this is the if no one else in the world existed, what would you be like? That's your moon sign. Mm. Wow. Yeah. So the birth chart, long story short, is um, the explanation of your hopes, your dreams, your wishes, your personality, your defects. Everything is in the birth chart. And what if you don't like your rising sign or moon sign in real life? In what sense? Like you read about it and you don't like it? No, let's say you don't typically get along with 
Oh, I see. The people that are that sign. Are that sign, exactly. Um, well, let's talk about them separately. Let's say you don't like people. Let's say you're a Virgo rising, but you don't like Virgos. That's a part of yourself that you reject. So mm-hmm. you don't. Uh, by like, the way, I love Virgos. Me too. Just for the record. Me too. Like, love, 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 love. Me too. Yeah. But hypothetically, mm-hmm. let's say you didn't like them. Yeah. It would just be you identifying with this part of yourself that you despise. So maybe you don't like your head of PR. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're like, oh, fuck, I don't like people who are a little bit uptight, people who right. are a little bit too reserved. So you reject that. Mm-hmm. The moon sign's more fascinating if you reject people like that because that's completely d- denying one of the most gushy parts of your chart, of it, yourself. And that's so funny because I, it's not that I deny Capricorns. I love Capricorns. Two of my best friends are Capricorns. Um, but I do find that they're reserved mm-hmm. and like a little bit cold mm-hmm. sometimes. Mm-hmm. Does that mean that I think that about myself? For sure. And also mm-hmm. maybe, yeah, exactly. It's a part, it's maybe your Libra side, your ego says, I don't really, li- I want to be more open. I want to mm-hmm. be more cool. I want to be more like, you know, happy-go-lucky. But right. your moon sign is, is something very different than that. Right. So just like anything in life, if you hate someone, it's probably a part of you that you hate. Interesting. Interesting. What determines relationship compatibility in two people's charts? Is it Venus conjunction mm-hmm. Mars? Mm-hmm. And what is that? Yeah. There's one theory in astrology that if Venus is conjunct, it can What is conjunct? It's the same sign. So if your Venus is the same as their Mars sign, that's like a perfect match. That means that like the Venus, aka your love, is held by their Mars, which is their animal self, their fire, their passion, that type of thing. So... So, so for for wait, example, so my that my Mars and their Venus or the other way around. Either way, but the point being that your your Venus could is in Virgo. You could be compa- extremely compatible with the Mars in Virgo. I see. In my opinion, that's way too specific. But yes, I will say that's a hundred percent true. That baseline that is compatible, but. The Venus and the Mars signs are the two parts of the chart to look out for compatibility for specifically for romantic compatibility, but also the moon signs. So look for those three parts of the chart. Mm-hmm. And basically what, it, what you want to look for is can one hold the other? So like what's kind of interesting about like the idea that the Mars sign is the same as the Venus sign is that means that that person's animal self, their fire can hold space for that person's love language and vice versa. So like... You just want to see that the signs are sort of speaking to one another and making space for one another. Mm-hmm. What's a Capricorn's best way to find the right person? <laughs> you know, it's something that was something really funny is I've been doing. I've been posting about compatibility on my yeah, and I've been Instagram. loving it, and I reposted it to my Finsta. Oh, I love. Oh, you have a Finsta, nice. Yeah. Oh my god, someone that? someone just like broke ten glasses above us, so yeah, we're so geez. sorry for the sounds. Um, but yeah, I've been following you on my Finsta forever. <laughs> I think I follow you on my Instas, yeah. but I like, like, and tag and, and, and on everything Finsta, on the Finsta always. But what's interesting about that question is mm-hmm. the way that I've written them, I'm not saying that if you don't show up on these compa- compatibility cheat sheets that like no one will love you. No, but it's interesting. All the comments keep, because the Capricorn has not come up that right. much in them that I've written. And the comments keep being like, well, so Capricorn's doomed. Like, Capricorn's never going to meet anyone. And so my analysis of that is that I get tons of Virgo comments saying... And you haven't done Taurus yet. I'm sure Capricorn will be on that list. 
No, because right? my goal for it was let's not do the obvious ones. Right. Let's talk about compatibility with the signs that don't aren't necessarily right. When you but Google you did it. do Libra and Aquarius, which yeah, made that's me so, just so happy. Obvious. Yeah, <laughs> I sent it to to my boyfriend. Oh, I love that because it was like best friend, best first date, yeah, and that's exactly date, we had the best date. first. I'm date. sure you did. Yeah. Um. Okay, but anyways, to yeah. answer this question, I think that Capricorns kind of have a chip on their shoulder that they're not gonna be lovable that's mm-hmm. my analysis from all these comments it's like clearly me not mentioning them is is a personal attack on something that's very sensitive to them right capricorns in general should look for someone who can make them laugh because it's one mm-hmm. of the most serious signs so if you can get someone who can get you out of your work element out of your like you know nine to five gig that's that. like pretty important and especially mentally like when you clock out of work to have someone who helps you actually escape that that space mm-hmm. so i have a friend who um is so incredible but she kind of feels like she is predetermined for like she kind of doomed in a way because she has a moon in Sagittarius mm. and she can't kind of like stick with one person. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you know her Venus out of curiosity? No, I don't. That's okay. But why? She feels like she, so she's worried that she will never be able to settle on the one. Yeah. I mean, moon in Sagittarius, just as the same as Venus in Sagittarius, they need movement. They need action. So like, it is possible to find a partner who's just as wild and free as she is. My guess mm-hmm. is she just hasn't met someone who doesn't make her feel suffocated, doesn't make her feel like she has to, like, temper her life in some way. So, right. And then the other thing is, like, this is super general, but there are certain signs where, like, the concept of monogamy doesn't have to look mm-hmm. the same for them. Right. So, like, there's a huge possibility of just meeting someone mm-hmm. who's just as open-minded open minded as she is. 100%. Yeah. I love that. Hope you guys are enjoying Nadine. She's incredible. I'm just popping in to tell you about my favorite website right now. I'm just too cold to go shopping. I don't know if that's just a me thing, but Shoe Dazzle, which I'm sure you've heard of, is literally the best website for shoes. And not only that, they have clothes to all like these different amazing trends. Um, they've got accessories, they've got handbags, boots, booties, sweaters, jeans, um, and especially shoes. And if you become a VIP at Shoe Dazzle, you save 30% off most retail prices. And it's already, you know, an incredible deal. And for you, since I love you guys, if you go to shoedazzle.com, that's shoe, S-H-O-E, dazzle, D-A-Z-Z-L-E.com slash Acme, and you sign up as a VIP, you get 50% off your first order. That's half off everything on the site that you could buy, which is incredible. And these styles, they sell out really quickly. Um, so get on shoedazzle.com slash Acme and hook yourself up. Do you believe in the daily horoscopes? No. Yeah, me either. There's such How could you possibly write 12 generic predictions for one twelfth of the population that agreed. makes no sense agreed um this is relevant to you and your boyfriend do you think same sign same sun signs are are fine to date like it's good i think absolutely but i do think that it's important to have diversity in the charts <clears throat> mm-hmm. so like yes Obviously, to have the same CEO means that your companies kind of look the same, but, like, Mm. let's make sure the insides of the company are a little bit different. Yeah, completely agree. 
Someone asked if you can go over the different houses and how they affect relationships. I don't even know what that means. I won't go over all of them because I think that might get boring for people who don't mm-hmm. know anything about houses. Right. But the houses are essentially like where energy shows up. So, for instance, you could be um, sun in Pisces, which means that you're incredibly empathetic and artistic. But it shows up in, let's say, the sixth house, which is the house of Virgo, which means that you can be a little bit more into things that are practical mm. and less into things that are spiritual. So right. the point is the houses give a give you um, more really of an identity, actually, than, mm-hmm. the, than the sign does. So the two most important parts of the houses that matter for compatibility are the seventh house, which is the house of partnership and long-term partnership and formal partnerships. So think marriage and think business partnerships. And then the fifth house is a house of like childlike love. So true love. Like, you know, if you have Pluto, let's say in the fifth house, Pluto is the god of the underworld. He's complicated. If you have it in the fifth house of love, that means that you'll have a ton of intense in passing love affairs that are extremely karmic and teach you a lot about yourself. Let's say you have a, like Jupiter in the seventh house. It means you have a lot of good luck and good fortune in the house of partnership, which means that these things will come very easily and very happily to you. So mm-hmm. those are the two parts of the chart that have a ton to do with love. Interesting. So basically the question is why, why is it possible to have best friends that are a sign, but then have a family member that sign that you can't stand? It's so specific to the chart, though. I know. It's obviously the rest of your chart with that other, with the family member is tough. Right. Because my guess is they could be completely, two people can be the same sign and be completely different people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hate that a lot of these end up being that, like, just that simple of an answer, but. Mm-hmm. Um, this one actually is, is interesting. Someone asked, mm-hmm. what advice do you have for Pisces moon? I actually feel like Pisces oh, yeah. moon struggles the most. It's the hardest moon sign oh, yeah. to have. Um, and they feel, like, the emotions the most. Um, and they, yeah, no matter what, it just seems like a hard moon sign. It's a tough anything sign. Like, if your sun is in Pisces, my Venus is in Pisces. And so, like, what I relate to, yeah. So is, is my boyfriend. Oh. Hmm. What we have in common with moon and Pisces, to answer that question yeah. specifically, there's no boundaries. We don't right. naturally have boundaries. Right. So, like, our view of love is so like grandiose and pervasive Mm -hmm. that like this idea of saying no to someone who you love seems totally backwards and so like the trap that a lot of moon and pisces and venus and pisces people fall into is falling in love with the underdog but then the underdog ends up taking advantage of you and you never even saw it coming so like it's an overly accommodating and overly empathetic sign so so sweet though it's so sweet exactly it's like it's you don't wouldn't think that that's a bad thing but unfortunately functioning in this type of society it's tough if you get if you get with the wrong people it's probably yeah. tough. So my recommendation for Moon and Pisces, honestly, is learn boundaries. You know, like mm-hmm. read books about it, go to CODA, like do things that really help you learn how to set healthy boundaries with people. Mm-hmm. Any recommendations for an Aries specifically working through Saturn's return? Yeah, I mean, well, I first of all have to know what your Saturn sign is to know specifically. But what I will say is that the Saturn returns about breaking down the ego a lot of the time. And so Aries in particular is a pretty ego-driven sign. 
the idea that you might have to reassess your plans would not come as easily to an Aries as it would say like an Aquarius who likes to change all the time. And so, mm-hmm. or actually maybe the better example is Pisces who's more fluid. And so right. the Aries Saturn return is going like the biggest lesson, but I'd ha- still have to know your chart, but in general is can I let go of the idea of who I thought I was in order to become the person that I meant to become? That's beautiful. Why is there such a strong connection between Cancers and Scorpios? Perfect timing with Pete Davidson and Ariana Grande. Oh, I know. It makes me super mm-hmm. sad. I know that's maybe I mean, an I know, unpopular opinion, but yeah. I actually was a little bit surprised. <laughs> no, I, I'm with you. I, I mean, I think that the, I, it all had to do with the passing of her ex, which is terrible. Oh, sure. um, and that's something definitely a Cancer needs to heal from, without yeah. a doubt. Yeah. But just... Other other than that, you know, if that hadn't happened, Pisces, sorry, Cancer and Scorpio are drawn to each other, it seems. Mm-hmm. Why is that? Because they're emotional, but in very, they're both equally emotionally vulnerable and intense, but it shows up in completely different ways. So, like, what I would say Scorpio and Cancer have in common is they're both really private. Like, Scorpio's private in sort of, like, a CIA way, and then Mm -hmm. Cancer's private in the way of, like, you hurt me once, I'm never going to talk to you again type of way. Mm -hmm. And so if they can find, they can both find a lot of safety in each other because Scorpio is going to be extremely loyal, and then Cancer is going to be extremely warm and make you feel, like, warm and fuzzy inside. And so Mm -hmm. I could imagine both of those are extremely vulnerable signs. And if you can find safety in another, it makes sense they could find safety in each other. What would you say is the most convincing reason to believe astrology is real? I mean... Not that we need one. The... But I get asked this a lot. Mm -hmm. The most simple way to put it is the moon affects the tides. It affects the crops, like quite literally when they grow, how Mm -hmm. they grow, that type of thing. The We are, you know, whatever, 99% water. The idea that the moon doesn't affect us is sort of bonkers. I completely agree. Yeah. Do you think that things in the way you were brought up can be more powerful than your astrological sign and chart? Yes, and also what's interesting, which is uh, you and I talked about before, but Mm -hmm. it's a little known fact, is that the birth chart actually talks a lot about your upbringing. Mm -hmm. So, like, it's a combination of a lot of things. Like, when um, I just listened to a podcast where they were talking about the issue of twins in astrology and Mm -hmm. how two people could potentially have the exact same birth chart, but they're entirely different people. And Mm -hmm. there's definitely an element of, in my belief, nature and nurture. Mm -hmm. So, yes. I think that it's a combination of both. How do you react to the parents right. that you were given? Right. And speaking of twins, have you ever heard of twin flames? Oh, yeah. And do you think that has anything to do with astrology? Um, I think I read once that twin flames, from an astrological perspective, would be opposite signs. And mm. so it would be like a Taurus and a Scorpio or a right. Leo and Aquarius type of thing. Libra I don't know... I don't necessarily think that they're linked, but I definitely believe in the the concept of twin flames. My uh, what the only astrological thing I'll attribute to it is I do agree it should be someone who's quite literally opposite. So like think of the birth chart, think of anything that is counter to you. It's your mirror. Mm-hmm. That's what would show up in that in your twin flames birth chart. Who would you say is the most similar of all of the opposite signs? Most similar. Mm-hmm. Um. Unpopular opinion, but Gemini and Sagittarius—they're both I super energetic. I completely agree. Yeah, I completely agree. And like, 
and the one that I know to answer the opposite question, Taurus and Scorpio are the most far apart. So I, th- I mm-hmm. when I f- meet people who are a couple who are right. that, I'm like, damn, that's fu- you guys are coming from opposite ends of the spectrum. Yeah, which is no, cool. I think you're so right. Right? They're both yeah. energetic. They're excitable. What what falls like second under those two? For like being most yeah. least far yeah, apart. Yeah, exactly, and most um, close together. Definitely not Aries, Libra. Definitely not Taurus. I, w- I feel like Aquarius and Leo are very different. I was going to say they're one of the most opposite, I would yeah. say. I mean, it's the sign of it's the sign of the people, which is Aquarius, and it's the sign of the self, which is Leo. I mean, just, I don't even, I, I don't know Leo and Aquarius to necessarily even get along with each other. No, I, I would say that's one of the hardest yeah. ones for opposite compatibility, mm-hmm. whereas Taurus and Scorpio seem to fall deeply in love with each other. Right. I think that Aquarius and Leo tend to piss each other off because they're, right. like, Aquarius is judging them for being egoic. Totally. And they're judging us that for That was being Jennifer so Aniston cool. and her most recent... And Justin, Justin Thoreau. Thoreau. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. tough. Right. But it's interesting. Pisces and Virgo, no, they're super opposite. I don't know, honestly. The only yeah. one that comes to mind is Gemini, Sagittarius, or being slightly Cancer, similar. Capricorn find each other often. I think the yeah. um, the um, the um, what's her name of England? Kate Middleton is a oh nice. She's a Capricorn and he's, he's a, a Cancer. cancer. Yeah, oh, that's sweet. Yeah, that's sweet. Yes. I often find, and this is just like me observing, that um, there are some combinations that really work where the man is one thing mm-hmm. but doesn't work if it's opposite. Mm-hmm. So for example, people think Aries Libra is a great match. Mm-hmm. It is. Mm-hmm. When the woman is an Aries. Oh, for sure. Not for sure. the other way around. Cuz cuz what we were talking about with nature versus nurture mm-hmm. in our society, right, where it's male dominated, right. they're supposed to be macho, they're supposed to be this. And totally. we're getting better obviously, totally. but that's still rooted in our history. Mm. Yes, I completely agree. Having the man be the feminine sign right. and the woman being the typically masculine sign right. works better than the right. opposite. Totally. Do you find that Aquarius women are prone to find love in their early lives or later on? Again, that's I will hard. answer it. No, I will answer yeah. this, but I will say it depends on the chart. But mm-hmm. um, later in life, Aquarius mm-hmm. women are, it's so funny, like, they're truly a fine wine because they're so rebellious. You know, the, the Aquarius, by the way, regardless of gender, is a rebel without a cause up to a certain age. And then they start finding a more clear direction and purpose. And so if you think of, like, Oprah Winfrey, she actually never even got married. She has a partnership. With the way I view the, the archetype of an Aquarius woman would be unconventional love later right. in life because she doesn't really need it up to a certain point. I love that. What's more important, birth order or signs? And do you think that birth order is important? Birth order is crucial, but what's interesting, again, is the chart can kind of tell me what your birth order is. Well, so you, what is your birth order? Are you I'm the, the youngest. The youngest. And what is your boyfriend's? Um, he's the youngest, too. Okay. So do you think that two youngest need to be together or the youngest can be with an oldest or it doesn't really matter? I think it depends on your charts. Like my boyfriend and I work because since we're both Aquarians, we both like to be our own people. Having the freedom mm-hmm. of being the younger child, I think helps. We're both artistic. So we compliment or we like to do that, that together. Mm-hmm. But I will say like, if you have sort of like a super passive chart and you're the younger child I think that it is helpful to have maybe a more dominant older child other half passive meaning logical 
No, passive meaning maybe emotional, honestly. Mm. Like Pisces is a pretty passive sign mm-hmm. as much as it feels a lot. It actually doesn't, it's not very action oriented. Right. So if you dated, let's say, a heavy Virgo or a Capricorn, that could be kind of cool. Right. All right. I think we only have time for one more question. I found okay. a good one. What should the starter kit look like for someone who wants to get into astrology? That's a great question. Study yourself first. So, like, it's when people say, like, I want to be an astrologist, it's like it should be Mm -hmm. self-centered. The goal should just be completely rooted in getting to know yourself because that's a birthplace of getting to know other people. So download an app like CoStar, Time Passages, or whatever works for you. Study everything about your chart mm-hmm. and um you can google different things like you google what does it mean to be mars and capricorn in the fifth house you know you can google those specific things because there are youtube videos on that right and then from there you can start get buying books a lot of youtubers do talk about exactly what books they're reading so like mm-hmm. it's just a journey but the perfect starting place is just look at your birth chart on a simple app like CoStar because it just explains it really cohesively. And obviously follow Nadine on Instagram (laughs) because not only does she come up with the most original posts about astrology but the aesthetic is very stunning. Like truly I could just tell that like you know. Thank you. You know that it's gorgeous. <laughs> um, so Nadine, tell everyone where to follow you and how to schedule a reading with you. Um, so you can follow on Instagram Nadine Jane underscore astrology. And then you can also send me an email to book a reading, which is Nadine at Nadine Jane astrology.com. Thank you so, so much Thank for being you. here. So you fun. are adorable and so wise Thanks. beyond your years. Thank you. And um, I hope everyone Love the episode. Write us a review in the app store and follow us at We Met at Acme. Take our polls and definitely go visit Nadine because she knows what she's doing. Okay. Hope everyone has a good day or night. Hey, hope you guys enjoyed that episode with Nadine. She is so incredible and you should definitely get a reading with her and you will just feel mentally better. And you know what else will make you feel better? Honestly, taking a vitamin every day. Go to ritual.com slash acme. Ritual is so incredible. So ritual.com slash acme. Check it out.